I've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there, too. But I've run out of time. You know, at the bullring shopping centre, there's a smile on every face, and the moment that you enter, you find it's a friendly place. There's a bit of goes on and on and on and a famous outdoor market. Come by bus or come by car. <laughs> there's a place where you can park it. <laughs> mm. If only Morton Harkett had been in the news. <laughs> oh, there. yeah. But it's before his time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, sorry. There well, um, probably isn't a place where you can park the car now. It's probably overwhelmed. With well, someone will probably mind your car, but that's another yeah, you story. you can park your yeah. car, but it'll be upside down and on fire when you come out the market. But it costs you as well. Do you remember people never paid for parking? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the same tunes to last of the summer wine on my <laughs> bank of jingles, but I don't. You could park anywhere too. You used to drive to King's Road and leave your car there. My mate's dad used to park on some waste ground at the back of Dewsbury <laughs> swimming baths. <laughs> I didn't know anyone who had a car, I'll be honest with you. Frank, when he first came to London, this is honestly true, isn't it, Frank? He didn't know that you could actually drive into London. Mm. I thought it was pedestrianised. So he parked at... <laughs> I parked in Collindale. Collindale, because it was like the end of the tube line. Can we, can we start the podcast, Sue? <laughs> well, people don't want to hear about our parking reminiscences. We have pressed record, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, unfortunately, oh, we have. Oh, I was quite enjoying that. <laughs> Let's take a breath. Hello, and welcome to um, the Not The Midweek podcast. I'm Frank Skinner. I am with Alan Cochran. <laughs> oh, it's uh, a, bit, a bit tardy this morning, <laughs> the uh, Cochran. Still half asleep. And I'm with um, Emily Jean. Oh, my name. Oh, Frank, that doesn't work. Well, um, Emily, em- dear. Emily dear, ne- nearly, Emily, oh, I, just, I need I, to get I, a proper I, theme tune. We, don't, we mm. don't have a jingle for you, I'm going to, uh, uh, that would be a great thing if people um, could could send in yeah. um, what Moops. would be the right uh, jingle for I'd like that. It's called Emily Dean. See, I thought about the Dean and I by, um, oh. um, you know. Them. It's yeah, him. what were they called, the ones who did... Uh, um, Robber Bully. Um, come on, I Godly and Cream and Godly. Oh, Godly and Cream. Yeah, okay. now what was the name of the band? 10CC. 10CC. Oh. Thank you. Sorry, mm. my Ooh. God. <laughs> oh, there's actually a fine trail of blood coming out of each of my ears. <laughs> Is that right? We never thought we'd look back on the parking conversation fondly so soon. No, no, it's <laughs> turned out to be the jewel in the, the, the crown <laughs> of, uh, of, of this podcast. Yeah, it was all right. To me, it was downhill after the parking uh, conversation. Yeah. Back of Dewsbury Baths. Yeah. Was I think they'll like the Collindale yes. touch, personally. Yeah. So, Frank. So, um, I had... Um, I you've, had st- you've had a few spots of bother this week, Well, I had a strange you? experience. I was, um, I was reading emails from my smartphone mm-hmm. as I walked along the south bank of the Thames, mm. right? And um, as I read the emails, and I, I, was, I was still p- perambulatory, I was moving, and uh, th- there's, there's a lot of discarded uh, chewing gum stains on the pavement oh. there. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, they're formed, as, if you can imagine, a sort of a monochrome Damien Hurst dots type mm-hmm. pattern along the pavement. So as I read the emails in, in my uh, near vision, um, behind me was these moving trail of dots, and I got, I got a bit bilious. 
Oh, did you? Yeah. Were the dots strobing a bit? Cause they were, the as I walked along, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I wasn't focused on them, so they, they were oh. taken in a magic eye background thing, and I start, I actually got a bit dizzy. Oh. You got lightheaded. I, I had to stop and just uh, compose myself. I mean, can you believe it? How oh, wimpy um, have I become? Yeah. I love that. And then I did that thing. I was I was in my flat. I was going upstairs in my flat. Yes, I've got stairs in my flat. I've got international representation. Get over it. <laughs> and um, as I as I came down the stairs, it's cold, it's cold up those stairs. Do you ever do that thing when you you slightly? No, it's, it's a not penthouse. Masonet. It's, it's just, a penthouse. Yeah, oh, okay. is it? Yes, it's a penthouse. Yeah, but the top area. There's only one room up there, really, Frank. Lovely. Lovely. It's very cold up there. Yes. Um, <laughs> at least you've been to my house. Can I say I've never been to yours? No. What about that? I've only been in there six weeks. I'm imagining that uh, Emily's got a sort of a Miss Havisham thing going on at her place. You know, terrible. <laughs> Imagine away. You're never coming round after that comment. I know. Wed- wedding cake covered in spiders. <laughs> So I'm anyway, like, I was going up the stairs. Do you ever get this? You're probably going to say, no, it make me feel worse. When you're, yeah. go, you're going either up or downstairs, and you just slightly lose your rhythm Yeah. on the stairs, and you whoa, one of those te- I had one of those terrible moments. I nearly fell down the, um, dare I say it, the goddamn stairs at my own house. Imagine if I'd been found at the oh. bottom like Laura Ashley. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> that would, what, would, that would, what would they have said? What would the headline have been in the papers, mm. do you think? Well, it's a... Uh, <laughs> I have no anticipation. That, uh, this is a horrible story. I, uh, uh, in in my younger days, I I was having a, a liaison with a lady, oh. and uh, oh. and having visited her, I was uh, about to leave, and she sort of twisted at the top of her stairs, and in front of me fell backwards down, them, <gasps> and at the no. bottom of the stairs, just sort of stayed there in a kind of a like. It, it wasn't that much of a leap of imagination to draw a white line around the, the ship. Oh, and blimey. She was fine. She was fine, thankfully. But for a split second, I thought, if she has now broken her neck... It, it wouldn't have looked good. It would not have looked good. It would have looked bad. <laughs> like, downright bad. And did you think, I'd better phone an ambulance, or did you think, if she's, broke, if she's dead, I'm out of here? Yeah, I am dusting the whole thing. Really? You'd have, you'd, have left, you'd have left her there. <laughs> Get me a J-cloth and some bleach. I'm going round here and then I'm going. No, I never <laughs> I never thought that far, I'd just like to yeah, say. Yeah, sure you did. <laughs> I bet you was already thinking, yeah. what, what have I got in the boot? Yeah. <laughs> How much room have I got in the boot? Yeah, start running through. Did anybody see me come in here? <laughs> that, well, that's that, is it? That's it was that, really that, scary. It but is a grim story. Just falling down the stairs is scary. Not that long ago, I slipped on my foot in, um, and... And stumbled down like two or three steps in a oh, hotel, it's horrible, like quite that. A, a wide open. Were there people watching? I, I felt like the reception staff had seen me, and by the time I got to the bottom of the stairs, the adrenaline oh, it was mm. uh, it was coursing through my system. <laughs> but which, I think, I th- <laughs> as you know, I have barely any. <laughs> no, I know, well, I, but the st- stairs I think are seen as generally as dangerous amongst the middle yeah. age. But, I mean, a chewing gum pavement, you, you wouldn't normally think... you think, think you'd well, be no. safe. But it really made me genuinely and you're only walking dizzy. and reading an email. Just imagine if you'd been jogging and faxing. Oh, well, I, I mean, that's why I got rid of that leopard skin treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that would have pushed me out of the Peter Stringfellow's got it now. <laughs> yeah, he has, yeah. That's what I heard. He's, 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 he's stripped it right down to a one thin strip right down the middle there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's more tightrope walking than jogging he does on it. <laughs> Oh, that'd be. Though, isn't it? Feeling wimpy. I uh, 
I once leapt out of bed to... Uh, I may well have told you this already. I leapt out of bed to greet a day and the corner of a duvet poked me in the eye. And I was, <laughs> I was staggering around did the you, house. Did you sort of glide out rather than go upright? I, I sort of flicked the... Oh, I see. Like, jumping out of bed. I, you know, I was so happy to greet a morning. I can't remember why. But, but I, and I was, it got me right and it was pouring with water oh. and I remember thinking I'm, I'm going to end up with a black eye here thankfully I didn't because it would have been awful telling people no 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 I'm not into boxing or kickboxing I, I did it on the corner of a duvet I, can, I can't <laughs> tell you how many times I've lain in bed pouring with water <laughs> I mean that's why I stopped drinking in the end so you were hoisted by your own petard didn't you I mean it was your it was your swishing of the duvet that did yeah. it I've uh, I've stopped greeting a day with such jubilation. Yeah, well, That's for sure. Ga- Gabrielle uh, switched to a sleeping bag <laughs> after her accident. <laughs> she wasn't going to risk that again, apparently. I once saw a man in the streets of Brighton, which is ostentatiously trendy, isn't it, Brighton? Mm. And a man in the lanes walked towards me wearing a, an eye patch, and for a split second I thought, are they trendy here? Or has he got a damaged eye? No, it's a bit of a village people vibe going on there, I think. I think it, I mm. think it may have been a damaged eye. Oh, but OK. The jury's still out, I suppose. If it is a, a fashion thing, you'd have to alternate eyes, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Just for the good of long term. Well, I, I don't know. No, I, my, with an eye patch, my way has always been pick your eye and stick with it. Really? Yeah. Mm. Right. And I've been known to wear a, a, a bejeweled <laughs> eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Not on long drives, presumably. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but certainly on the rifle range. I wouldn't think twice about that would it. would work, wouldn't it? I sometimes find when I'm changing sheets, mm-hmm. um, not cleaning windows, when I'm changing sheets... <laughs> when I'm changing sheets would have been a great, the, great job. Song. the first yeah. draft, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. First draft. Um, oh, it doesn't quite scan, does it, Dave? <laughs> oh, no, I'm happy with it, George. Well, I want a sheet. It's a, no, it ends too flat. Sheet? What about something... Uh-uh? And the ri- the rhymes would have been an issue as well. well yeah. But when I'm changing sheets, <laughs> I do find I find it very exhausting and quite upsetting because it's so tiring. Mm. I have to have a little sit down in between each element. <laughs> so once I've done, I always save the pillows to last because I just think if you do that first, that's kind of instant gratification. Do you plump? That's, that's my oh, I plump. Uh, plump massively but I wait I leave the pillows last if you put them on first you've got to get the nasty jobs out of the way with worst job is duvet cover and I've got I've upgraded to a super king size now oh my goodness I didn't know there was a super king size (laughs) you must have a massive overlap (laughs) but then I've often thought that um I um I, I I find that my duvet um, oh, hodl- after about two days on it, it hodls into one end of the cover. Oh. Yes, it does do that. You've got a huddler. Yeah, so I end up just sleeping under linen. Yeah, basically, and and or under the biggest lump. And yeah. have, you got, have you got a system for the uh, for the duvet on? Do you? Uh, well, turn yes, it inside I, yes. Out? She's called Gosha. Oh, really? <laughs> She's my Polish cleaner. Inside out is good. Inside but always save flick. those pillows to last. Mm-hmm. Always. But it's, exo- it's tiring. It can take a long time. Sometimes I like to do it myself. Shouldn't, the cleaner shouldn't have to do it all the time. It's at least oh, come five on. or six minutes of physical activity. As my dad used to say to my mother, I don't keep dogs to bark myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she took it surprisingly well. <laughs> <laughs> have we heard from, uh, from the outside world? We have. We've had an email in, Frank, and this is from Emma. 
Um, we've been talking about beds, and this is actually a bedtime-related email. Oh, it says, I love it when we theme. Mm-hmm. Love a theme. Hi, Frank. Just had a brainwave that will solve your bedtime reading disputes. Why don't you learn Well, I should Braille? point out before oh, we yeah. move on that I, I like to read in bed, uh, you know, for ages, and, and my girlfriend reads for about 43 seconds. Yeah. And then she moans about the fact I've got the reading light on because it keeps her awake. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a bit of a new reader's start here moment. Mm-hmm. What does Emma so suggest? Emma's suggesting you learn Braille. Then you can read all you like without disturbing anyone's sleep. Love the show. Love Emma. It, it's a great idea. Unfortunately, I sleep in uh, 10 rubber... Um, counting thimbles like you get in post offices. <laughs> so um, I don't. Th- yeah, so I can go up the wall like a cat in the middle of the night to the <laughs> toilet. If you do it, you can't drop off, can you? I just have those things when you're out. If you touch the carpet, do you ever do that round the bedroom? <laughs> you have to step like from the bedside table to the bed, and then and then oh, get. Okay. You, then you have to hold on to the, the sort of curtain rail. And slide across. Do you ever do that? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. It's. I always imagine um, that that braille is is sort of um, how can I put this? I, that you don't get everything with braille because it would be a big job putting all the little mm. blocks. So I wonder if they simplify. It. And I think so. So say if you were reading um, Wordsworth's Lucy poems. Mm-hmm. And you know, and the poem is uh, she she dwelt among the, the untrodden ways beside the springs of Dove, a maiden there was none to praise and very few to love. In Braille, it would say there was this girl, <laughs> and, mm. and that's that's what I think. See, I, I mean, I watch subtitles on films once, and I sometimes rather, and I, and I think well, that that's a very short subtitle for all that talking. Mm. Mm. And I think it's. I think I think Brian is a sort of a subtitle, isn't it? I'm not it? sure it's the same people in charge, though. No, the subtitle and the telly and the braille. Yeah. If it is, then there's been a mistake administration-wise. <laughs> <laughs> and also, also when I get very tired, I'm, I'm liable to accidentally um, read some sections of my own chest. Yeah, that's the bigger problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I wouldn't. But it's it's. A, I think someone has suggested it in the past. I mean, at the moment, mm. um, I, I just read and argue, read and argue. Uh, that, I mean, mm. we, we've we've arrived at that thing. But I, I am still looking for the. Uh, Can you not just stay up and go to bed a bit later? Well, I have thought about doing that, but Perhaps it's reading an armchair. Ooh, nice. Yeah, oh, it's a bit bit Cyril from That's Life. Don't like that. <laughs> Esther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I, it's never quite as much fun as reading in bed for some reason. Right. Yeah. But I, I have um, I have been thinking about the possibility of uh, reading until I'm really tired. Yeah. And get, then going to bed. Get the old uh, MC Hammer shorts on, pants, <laughs> the pantaloons. <laughs> oh, oh, they're yeah. always on. You could be very comfortable in a chair. <laughs> You're right. I could. Uh, Perhaps a big beanbag somewhere near the uh, the bedroom. You know, I love a mm. beanbag. Do you? I do. If it was up to me, we'd have no hard furnishings in our house. We'd just have beanbags. Just a squatter beanbag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Frank, I saw a tweet this week mm. that gave me a lovely little sort of shot of Schadenfreude. I enjoyed it enormously. Uh, okay. Um, it was regarding Stuart Broad. I don't know if uh, you you might not be aware of this, Alan, but I have. He's quite a big deal in my house. Uh, just in case anyone's listening who isn't a cricket mm. enthusiast, Stuart Broad is a um, very hot. Yeah, he's, he's probably the best looking of the English cricketers. So and he I'm gave not, me I'm about not a once. Cricket enthusiast, but I know that even yeah, I. Yeah, know he's that a tall, he blonde, handsome the, uh, man, fast bowler, and um, quite a he? good, quite a good batsman as well. Is he? Oh. Mm. Uh, he gave me a bat once. 
Mm. Well, I've, I've heard some terms. <laughs> I was just about to say, is that a euphemism? <laughs> Thank God she didn't say occupying he, the crease. He, ga- he gave me a bat, and I've got that bat. Ah, signed? Absolutely. Mm. Used the Sharpie. Um, he... I've heard that. <laughs> It's getting very Chris Moyles today. It is, isn't it? I must fight it. <laughs> Once I get into the, the, the carry-on mode, I can't... Uh, I don't help. No. Yeah. Let me just get it out of my system. <laughs> I've got, I'm back. I've got a carry-on mode on my iPhone. Well, it's airplane mode, but carry on, carry oh. on, carry on luggage. Oh, nearly, no, nearly. No. Oh, yeah, no, it needs, we, you know, it needs a bit of work. Maybe we could work yeah, it later. I had to think about it a lot, yeah, yeah, but I liked it. That is yeah, you don't, you don't want a joke that comes with three footnotes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this tweet that I saw, yes. it said um, someone had spotted Stuart Broad. And they Exciting. said, someone just asked Stuart Broad where the 34 longs are in the jeans section at Selfridges. His do-you-know-who-I-am face was priceless. Well, to be fair to Stuart, I mean, that's never a great moment. Not because there's any shame in working in a shop. But in no. fact, that would have been my chosen career had this not panned out on the old-fashioned front. Is that right? Yeah. I worked in the Gap, you know that, in my early years. I was, I was a greeter. Um, I used to be the, uh, the night watchman at the Gap. Mind the gap, that was my... <laughs> was my <laughs> I, I was still on a bit carry-on. I was thinking I worked in the gap in my early years as well. Uh, <laughs> no, but to be fair, though, but Stuart Broad... Yeah. Um, I think the person, the 34 longs, he, do, mm. he does look like a bloke who wears the... He's a very yes. long-legged man, so it might have just been... Oh, it yes, just I can been, confirm. You'll know where um, the long, the longer mm. jean... Or maybe he just got... me. You know, he thought longs, broad... <laughs> it, just, it just got it got into a sort of dimensions frenzy and got completely mixed up. What if his name was Stuart White? That would be a terrible name for a bowler. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Well, do you know, I do... If he'd said to me, where's the 34 longs, I think, I think you want the awful counter. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't counted them, but there's quite a heap. Quite a Uriah, as I say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I think the thing is, though, sometimes in a shop... You see, this happens to me a lot, which is why I sympathise. People always think I work in the shop. Do they? Yes. Really? It happens to me, I'd say, once a fortnight. Do you take this as a compliment? Well, yeah, because I think I walk around with such a sense of ownership. I mean, Cathy, I've been shopping with your girlfriend, and she says, do that thing you do with the hangers. I wasn't even aware I did it. But apparently I don't just look at clothes. I sort of push them aggressively, the hangers, to one side, like I'm inspecting a fashion rail, because that's what I do at work. I you see. just push them like that. So, um, see, I'm surprised, though, because you are, um, you're a woman who, who has, uh, you have... You, you have a sense of status about you. I mean, this is the nicest possible way. Mm-hmm. I would never. I'd always think you were a rich customer, not someone who worked there. But also taken I- to wearing a name badge <laughs> when shopping. Is that what in it the is? ladies' clothes shop? It does happen. I'm wanting a size eight. Aren't we all there? And how do you? How do you? Mm. <laughs> well, I me say- too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do you handle it? Do you play along? How do you think <laughs> I handle it? Do you say how dare you? I say, no, I just say, well, you know, they'll say, can I take these five items into the changing room? I, I don't care. Take a troop of Brazilian dancers, if you like. No, yeah, I, 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 I say, um, I don't work here. Oh, do you? Mm. Oh, You see, I'd be, I'd be inclined mm. to say, well, you can, <laughs> but you have to take that fire extinguisher as well. <laughs> and then just see what happens. Yeah, no one has... I think on one occasion, I used to work... Um, 
I used to uh, occasionally shop in past times. Do you know that? Oh, I love past times. Where they sell all the old stuff. And I was in there and someone uh, came (laughs) up to me and said, um, do you sell um, Victorian asylum restraining straps? (laughs) And I said, um, I'm right. sorry, I, I, don't, um, I don't work here. And they said, well, hey, why the frock coat? <laughs> and, um, uh, and I just... Are you sure I, that's what they said? Think, why the frock coat? I think they said that. And uh, <laughs> I, um, I just cocked a snook. Oh, you see, you don't look enough. like you work... If I had to say... That's it, you don't look like <laughs> you, you work. You like you work full no, stop. I don't look that no. much. I think if I had to say, what shop would you work at? You see, I see Alan... I think you'd be waiter in health food store, maybe. Oh, oh do you really? I'm healthy. Or, oh, no, I've got it more, actually. This isn't really a shop. You're more lab technician in a school, I think. No. Yeah, see, I can see him in a hardware store. <gasps> oh, Frank, you're right. Yes. He is. I can see him showing me a selection <laughs> of drill bits. I like how misrepresented I have <laughs> been here. I, I don't know. I don't... Occasionally I get asked... Uh, where the toilets are in a comedy club. <laughs> if, if I've worn a dark shirt and I'm wandering about, again, it's that sense of ownership, yeah. I guess. Um, and sometimes people will say, excuse me, do you know where the toilets are? And I'll think, well, I know where mine is because I'm backstage. I'm not with you, but but I do tell them. I tell them. But I t- does that mean that they think you work there? Because yeah. I will ask anyone where the toilets are. Oh, right. No, I think they <laughs> I think don't just I look, I don't look for staff. Oh, I think they, they think I, I work there, yeah. Okay. I think quite often they do. What, in a toilet-based capacity? Do you yeah, think? yeah, I'm the toilet cleaner. Have you been travelling with that bucket and mop again <laughs> yeah, as, as, yeah. A general, <laughs> as a general prop? No, I don't know why it is. that, uh, But I don't often get asked in clothes shops. But I think it's quite flattering in a way. Mm. Like Stuart Broad, he really... If he's being asked where, where the 34 lungs are... If, he, it's basically someone saying, you have picked appropriate clothing for the shop you're in. Perhaps he's... His casual outfit is very Selfridge's where he's shopping. That's a mm. good thing, isn't it? Mm. Surely. I see, I see it as a positive. Isn't yeah. their uniform a sort of brown nylon overall? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, I mean, I got asked in McDonald's. Yeah. You know, do you still sell the uh, filet fish <laughs> they said to me. And do they? I said, look, I'm, I'm detoxing. <laughs> That's why I've got bad skin. <laughs> well, you did have the brown Cadfile hoodie on. I did, yeah. <laughs> That's why, Frank. <laughs> oh, I was down with the bros. And an employee... As we say at the monastery. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if you wear the brown hoodie to church, the people ask you for directions to... to to the chairs. I nearly said chairs then. No, not chairs. What are they called? What oh, the pews. The pews. pews. Yeah, the pews. The oh, God, I tell you. These people, the, the, the time is right for Ant and Dix. <laughs> these people. <laughs> Grim revolution. <laughs> we've, uh, we've had an email in with um, dear Frank, Emily and the Cockerel. Still happy to hear that. Hmm. Uh, I love your use of the Cockerel sound effect to introduce Alan every week, spelt with a U. Very good. This sound effect reminds me of a conversation I regularly have with my French girlfriend about the bilingual nature of animals. Now, is there a suspicion of a boast there, my French girlfriend? Very good. (laughs) Exotic. Good work. Good work. It's 70s having a French Uh, girlfriend. They've already reached the stage where they're talking about the bilingual nature of animals. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I love about the French. Maybe le passion. Yeah. (laughs) Is that, is that, I don't know, I don't speak any French. L'amour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. On c'est l'amour. <laughs> Very, uh, anyway, we'll go back to uh, the, the bilingual nature of animals. For example, ducks in the UK can be heard in many parks announcing their presence with the familiar quack, quack, 
uh, capitals. I can I can verify that. Yep. Oh yeah. Fact. However, these migratory birds have learned that they will get no bread in France unless they speak the native language. So in France, they holler quan quan. So does that mean that if you were writing a children's book, say in in, mm. in I think that's France, what he's that they, to, so yeah, the, do- yeah. the dogs would say quan 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 quan. Yeah, I can see that. I imagine French ducks do go ha ha ha. It's all a, a Gallic shrug, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know when you see, you know when you see geese going over, you know, that, and you hear that, you hear the sounds, and they've all got a slightly different oh, 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 going over the top. It's terrifying. Mm. Am I not, am I the only one who's ever heard that? I don't think I've heard many geese in my time. But I'm anyway, starting he, to think uh, the neighbour must be asthmatic. Yeah, <laughs> there are no geese. He goes on to point out, lo and behold, the familiar cockerel's cock-a-doodle-doo is replaced with kakiriku. 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 Wasn't he in Happy Days? <laughs> Since the Kakiriku, that's what they say. Yeah. Kakiriku. Yeah. Since these birds are not migratory, I can only assume they are true French cockerels and not bilingual. Oh. Well, of course, it is the symbol of the French, uh, you know. Yes. Oh, so they would be right, wouldn't they? Yeah. Neither are cows who mare instead of moo. They mare. dogs which wah oh, wah wah. Mare is sheep, woof, woof, woof. surely, isn't it? No, it's instead of moo. He says cow's mare. M-E-R. Don't you think mare is more sheep? <laughs> mare. Yeah. I mean, in, in a way, sheep were the early internet people where they say it's all a bit meh. <laughs> meh. <laughs> and quiet, quiet sounds... That's just an English dog with Qatar, isn't it? Quiet. That's how Got Quan trained his dogs to speak. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought of that. Maybe they're saying Got Quan. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they be saying that? Though? I don't know. <laughs> they're fashion ducks. Perhaps they're so a they bit chubby. Do, ducks see, are a fatty bird. Maybe they need Gokwan in their life. Uh, yeah, and and also a, a, a dog going wah, wah, wah. Yeah. That, that's a dog being caned, yeah. isn't it? Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen a dog being caned. <laughs> no. <laughs> they can, they can uh, see, get I've quite aggressive. Suspected animals do have accents. That doesn't surprise me, really. Don't you think? When you go somewhere else, they're a bit... Oh, isn't it a bit funny, the other animals? I don't <laughs> well, like them as well, much. Presumably, they don't... They don't. Turkish dogs, awful. Yeah? Mm. Is that right? Mm. Well, I... Um, yeah, and how they keep those fezzies on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I, I imagine that... Certainly, they, they must respond to the language. If, if you spoke mm. as a French dog, it, would be, uh, it wouldn't be familiar with your yeah. tones. I know they don't know the words, but... You know, when they they'd be used to oh, they'd just hear oh, 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 and they'd get you know what that meant. But I wonder if uh, French dogs are actually looking at you like oh, I could speak English to you, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They are quite snooty. Yeah. A different, different attitude. I've never seen a dog shrug though. <laughs> I think they used to own a dog shrug. Um, I found it a bit tight under the armpits. <laughs> I think they might have left the elbows in. <laughs> We should say, by the way, that was from Gary Wells. Oh, should we? Yeah. Oh, Gary well, Wells. You know, give him credit where it's due. Yeah. Well... Do you think he was known as Tonbridge at school? Probably. Yeah, wishing, maybe. If he'd gone mm. to my school, he'd have been known as Wellsy. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> everybody got a E <laughs> near enough. If he'd, have been, if he'd gone to my school, he'd be known as that weird kid that talks about animals all the time. Yeah. And he'd have been bullied accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> that will one day get a French girlfriend. 
Yeah, well, exactly. I think that probably happens to all the kids who are bullied at school and they get payback time. Yeah. Look at Susan Boyle, millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> so as we, we move towards the... Uh, the end of the show. What mm. else? What else well, have we got in we the do, bag? we do, but not before mentioning, um, very topical for you here, uh, the Queen Mother's Recipe Book. Well, actually... Has it been there, discovered? Well, there are two royal stories that I'd like to address. The first that I enjoyed this week was the Queen's Advertise for a Butler. She put it online and everything. I'm amazed they advertise um, in public like that. Yeah. I thought it would all be a friend of a friend. It needs the highest standards, the butler, in the service of wine, food, valeting and messenger duties. Mm. Messenger duties? I don't like the sound of that. That sounds a bit sinister. Yeah, what, 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 sounds like a mule. I don't, that, I, I don't like that at all. But I couldn't do it. It's not for me. You couldn't do it? It's not for me. I'm just not... 15 not, grand a year living. I like the idea. That I always get the impression with the butler type. 15 grand a year? <laughs> <laughs> living. No bills, though, in fairness. And in fairness... And the run of the place. Probably a nice house. Yeah, I imagine... Don't you ever think this with a butler that most of their life is spent, like, just sitting in the kitchen, chatting, Mm -hmm. having a bit of cake and a cup of tea? Only that moment when the bell goes, do they actually have to do anything proper? That appeals to me. Mm. It's it's like sort of a less dangerous version of being a fireman. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's mainly sitting about. Or a film extra or something. Oh, yeah. Like that. yeah. I think you'd be quite good, Frank. I can see oh, yeah. you ironing the paper and running the house. Well, I'm very discreet. I think you are the soul of discretion, actually. Yeah. I think you'd be good. You're really? no Paul Burrell. Do you think there would be a point, though, where you couldn't resist wading in with a funny remark as they're at dinner with some Oh, yeah, he'd be doing that all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I, I'd, I'd actually have to get familiar way, first, a little you, bit. They could leave... I can, there are very few people that I could leave my phone with and feel they're not going to look at it, and Frank's one of them. I'm just saying that. What oh, about that? Well, mm. the Queen will be pleased to hear that <laughs> on his CV, won't she? Yeah, but it is, it is true. People tell me, you know, secrets, and I never yeah. I never dive all... I, off, I think part of it is just... Um, Short-term memory loss. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I'm, 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 I've, you know, loose lips yeah. sink ships. That's what I grew up with, that they slogan. That, mm-hmm. that I, I know. I, I remember when Mick Jagger was uh, <laughs> clamped onto the Belgrana. Oh, and those, he couldn't get a foothold in those black platform trainers <laughs> no, either. No, luckily, he had, the, he had the oral option. <laughs> Not a lot of people wouldn't. The Queen Mother's cookbook. I imagine oh, I from it. the look of the Queen Mother that she lived on blackjacks, <laughs> mainly. <laughs> You know she had those sort of dark purple teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, well, uh, there's. I'll tell you exactly what she liked. She liked after eight ice cream. Mm. That's just Viennetta though for posh people, isn't it? Throw the. But is it actually after eight ice cream, or is she putting after eights mashed up in ice cream or something? Or, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know how many. Don't know how many martinis have been drunk at that stage. <laughs> I don't think she did a lot of mashing. She was months. gone long before the confectionery world started uh, tiptoeing into the ice cream world. Even Mars ice cream. Surely that's only like the last five years, isn't no, it? No, she hasn't been dead that yeah, long. Only well. a couple of years. Is it? My, she was quite. I doubt that she was up after eight. <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare. Come on, Mum, off to bed. Oh, it's, only, it's only half seven. I just fancy a bit of ice cream. Too late. Now, Frank, she <laughs> was also another recipe, um, Earth's Drum Kilbo. What? Earth's Drum Kilbo. That. Okay. Uh, it's eggs, prawns and lobster and anchovy essence. Wow. It's like a prawn cocktail, basically. What is it again? Eggs? It's called Earth's Drum Kilbo. Oh, oof's, oof's, 
Don't correct my French. Don't Earth. you dare correct my Earth. French. Earth, Earth. roadkill, but <laughs> <laughs> like a dog with a flat squirrel. Earth. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. These these aren't <laughs> things that she prepared. These are her favourite. These were her favourite. She didn't do preparation herself. That's no. what she had people like you for, 15k a year living. Yeah, apparently when uh, when they put it in front of her, she woofed it down. She, she wired it down. <laughs> <laughs> really? Thanks. She liked Tipsy Tart. Well, yeah. I've that's, my, that's my autobiography title. <laughs> she, um, this what, is Dates t- Soaked in Brandy. And then made into a tart formation, essentially. What does that mean? A tart formation? <laughs> put on, a, put in a plate? No, they're ma- they're in, all they're all put together in a tart setting, a pastry dish. Or something exactly. Like that. Mm. Isn't this just a way of having brandy and like giving us something to sock on? <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine everything was wasn't it all liquidised as well for the for the Queen Madre, as I like to call her. <laughs> Oh, oh, possibly in later years, yeah. No, surely she was still on. I mean, I imagine there was a lot of liquids going in as well, but but she wouldn't. I, I, she, surely she was past the knife and fork stage. <laughs> I'm seeing her in a lime green acrylic <laughs> fibre nose bag, <laughs> <laughs> and her just jumping away. But even when they're young, they don't need the knife and fork. They've got staff for that. That's the sort of thing you'd be doing. Spoon feeding. I, I don't think they're actually fed, are they? I think, I think it is a fact that Prince Charles has someone put toothpaste on a brush for him. I mean, I've heard awesome. that said, but surely that's an urban myth. If you're myth. prepared to allow that, then you'd also be prepared to sit there while someone put your food into your face for you, wouldn't you? Well, you know, I've already got an electric toothbrush, and, and to me, that's the first rung of the ladder of someone <laughs> else cleaning your teeth. I do wonder how how they relax living in a palace because. I felt a bit like I couldn't really relax in Edinburgh because the flat had high ceilings. I don't imagine they've got like a low ceiling, like a small, cosy living room with. Oh no, it's no like Playboy comfy. Mansion in that respect. No, I think, think they do. Got... I think they have uh, uh, some sheets of corrugated plastic set into a lean-to <laughs> in the corner of the main dining room. Do you think? And they 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 sit in there and. Uh, Smoke roll-ups. But if you've got a... <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? If you've got a butler and staff waiting to your every need, it must be quite hard to put your MC Hammer pants on and lie on the couch and get your own crisps and watch telly. It must be weird going, well, I'd quite like to just sit here and not do anything, but there's a bloke standing in the corner with a, <laughs> a tuxedo on who, every time I move, offers me something. Well, that happens to me every right? night. No, That's another story. You do live with the Chippendales, so <laughs> though, <laughs> I love those little cuffs. If you spent your whole life socking dates, soaked in brandy, I don't think self-consciousness is one of your problems, (laughs) is it? I think it's unconsciousness, you don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, true enough. Anyway, God bless the old Queen Marjorie. I look forward... I think we should... uh, Why don't we get the cookbook and and have a bit of a... uh, a make... Something. Let's do it. I thought you were about to say, why don't we get the cookbook and have a dinner party? I was thinking, you can't have any of this. <laughs> no, I can't have any of I can't have the alcohol stuff. And I'm worried soup. about the fish bone in the throat. <laughs> <coughs> oh, God, it's happened. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> what about the corgi spit roast? <laughs> I, I meant rotisserie. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.